This is the MMA Takes Podcast with your host, Brian Petrie. Let's go. This is the Ohio one. Your boy is going to be in the building. UFC Columbus Pick'em. Welcome to MMA Takes Podcast. We got all the picks you've heard. One, two, three, four. Five of my picks are around the Anakin Florian, but I'm going to give you the entire card. Three locks. There's the camera. Three locks with slime ball parlay at the end. Six and one on the year. Let me repeat that. Six and one on the year. It is. It is good to be a slimer, baby. What are we doing here? Huh? Happy Wednesday. What's going on? I got one more day at work. One more day at work. I'm off on Friday, going to Columbus on Friday, and I am jacked to the gills. Uh, You know, I love my kids. I've never been away from my kids more than one night, right? Oldest is four and a half going on five. Youngest is a year old. In-laws, they're like, hey, we'll take them for two nights. I said, take them. So, no, no, honestly... It, it's going to be amazing. Why it's going to freak out a little bit. We're, you know, Friday we're going to shop. We're gonna, I'm going to wine and diner. We're going to go to the little mall out there. We're going to do some cool stuff, have a nice dinner, maybe catch a movie, stay up a little late, you know, past 11 o'clock. I don't want to get crazy, but that's what we might do. And then uh, Saturday's all fight day, baby. All fight day. Got to go place my bets tomorrow when I get off work because I'm not going to have time Wednesday or Friday. Excuse me. Got a lot to do tomorrow. Lot, lot on the, a lot on the plate tomorrow. I got my yearly brain checkup. If you are new to the podcast, quick little story. Used to train, had a brain injury, had a seizure, have only had one since. That was the, I mean, not one since. The only one I've ever had was that day. Got put on medicine, had to stop training. So now every year I got to go get like a full like scan and all that shit. You know, it's like an hour, two hour long doctor process. That's tomorrow. Gotta get an oil change. Gotta go place bets in Indiana. Gotta take my dog to my parents. Like, you know, a lot on the burners, but I'm excited to talk this card with you. I know a lot of people are shitting on it. Oh, this card does good. Yeah, I know. Okay. But it's in Ohio. So I'm excited. Okay. So let's do this. First, before we get into, oh, you know what? Should I? I mean, should we just get right to the picks? I usually keep it pretty pretty tight here. Uh, yeah, listen, all the people that have commented it, uh, positive things about me, again, that's awesome, whether it be uh, Anakin Florian podcast, Twitter, whatever. I see you. I love you. Thank you. Uh, a couple, little, a little, um, got fat shamed twice. So last week it was like multiple comments. This week it was two. And I asked him, you know, I should have pulled the audio from the gentleman with, with Colin Farrell because I asked him, I said, listen, Cut me with it. You know what I mean? Cut me with it. You know, get, get in there. Anybody can just say, yeah, you're fat. Cut me with it. Uh, so one guy said I look like the American Sean Sheehan. If, I, if I'm pronouncing his name right, he is an MMA journalist. I believe he's Dutch. I, I know he's European. Maybe he's Irish. I don't know. He did an interview with Connor recently. He is a fairly large man. Uh, I think he's a great guy. I'm, he's been in the space long enough. I don't listen to his podcast, but... Uh, he's been around forever. I knew the reference. I knew who he was talking about. So, you know, I take it as a compliment because Sean Sheehan seems like a great guy. 
Um, I also take it as a slight insult because he is a very large man, uh, larger than I am. So you got me a little bit with that one. And then another guy called me, said he doesn't have enough screen for this obnoxious whale, which, listen, again, we're sticking with the fat theme. I get it. Easy target, but that's pretty good, too. I'm not going to lie. Uh, that was pretty good, too. But mostly good support, great comments. Uh, I love it. I love it. I love it. A lot of new listeners. So um, thank you for everyone listening. We're going to get to them picks. You know, I was going to kind of dig into some MMA Twitter drama. You know, I'm not a part of it. I, I'm just a viewer from the outside because um, it's just so much. Uh, it's just silliness. It's just so silly how, like, you know, whatever. Maybe that. Maybe that'll be on the re- recap show. I'll take a note for recap. Right now, we're just talking about fights. We're trying to pick fights, baby. First fight of the night, Luis Saldana. He is a minus one twenty favorite versus Bruno Souza. Ten and two. He is a plus one hundred dog. Close line here. Listen, I like Saldana coming off the contender series. He knocked out Vince Murdoch. I thought he looked really good. He has a pretty good record. He has some ugly losses before his UFC, but you know the the, the thing is, he's like I'm getting better. I'm getting better. Now he's got a shot in the UFC. It's one and two, or excuse me, one and one. Jordan Griffin fight. Did he win it? Huh? Did he win it? Ocelingo handled him pretty well there. His biggest problem is his wrestling. Enter Bruno Souza, young kid. Was he 26 years old, right? Uh, 0-1 in the UFC. He, he debuted against Melsek Baksarian, and I'm pronouncing, mispronouncing his name. I apologize. A stud. Like, the kid's a stud. Good striker. Hard to take down. Good cardio. I don't know if it was on short notice. I want to say it was, but I might be making that up. So I don't know if I'm going to say that. But other than that, he fought in the LFA. He fought some really, guy, uh, really good guys. Eliza Johns, uh, Miles Johns' brother, Javier Garcia, decision win, all in the LFA. Kamala Kirk fights in the UFC. Uh, Guillermo Santos, who I don't know, but he's 8-4, and four, Brazilian. Uh, yeah, just still in the LFA. Hasn't really made the made the jump over. But anyway, point is, Bruno Souza is pretty fucking good. And then Ty, uh, Tysus Moises, but that's not, I can't be Tiago Moises' brother. Can it? Um, listen, when you're giving me a dog shot right off the bat, Reyes first fight of the night, and Saldana has proven to have some problems with grappling. You're getting him in there with a Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu black belt who likes to take the fights to the ground. He's pretty well-rounded, has won by decisions, has some good striking on his record. Saldana, mainly a striker. Obviously, he's working on his overall game, but his main thing is he wants to stand up and bang because Souza has more tools in the box. And when you're giving me plus 100, you know I'm going to... Fire at that motherfucker. Now I'm going to fire at it because I've already given an underdog in the Anakin Foyan. There's another underdog on here that everyone's taken, so I want to mix it up a little bit. So I'm going to go Bruno Sousa underdog live. I'm the dog, the big bad dog. Bruno Sousa underdog. We're starting off underdog lock of the night. We're going to know right away. We're going to fucking, I'm going to be sitting there at four o'clock in Columbus have money on this fight, you know, half the uh, fucking arena won't be there. I'm going to be standing on my feet shouting because they're going to be like, hey, what the fuck? Does this guy have money on the fight? You're goddamn right to do. Not only that, I also put a lock on him, bruh. Dog lock. Let's go. First fight of the night. But in all honesty, I do like to match up for Bruno Souza. I think he's better everywhere. I think he can take the fight to the ground. Soldana has proven to have that one weakness in his game. Another weakness game is cardio. Um, I see this being a close fight. Notice no um no finish here. I see it probably being a decision. Probably a pretty close one, though. But again, when you're giving me plus 100, I'll, I'll take a shot at the, the close decisions. I think we can get this one, boys. Next up, David Dovrick. 
Not David Dobrik. David Dobrik. Minus 135 versus Matthias Nikolaou. He is a plus 115. Very tough fight on paper for some people. Not for your boy. Your boy's got the brain that goes boop, boop, boop. It's big. I think Nikolaou is very, very overrated. I could be wrong. I could be very wrong. I thought he lost him in El Cop. I thought his Tim Elliott fight was extremely close. He's only been uh, he's only been finished once in the UFC by Dustin Ortiz by knockout, which is like Dustin Ortiz is like only knockout. Got cut, got brought back. Probably shouldn't have got cut. I'll give him that. But I just think this guy is just very mid, I think is what kids are saying. Miz, and then you got David Dobrik, the Undertaker, baby. The Undertaker from the Czech Republic. This dude has looked good in his UFC debut, or excuse me, not his UFC debut, has looked good in the UFC so far. I mean, the UFC, Bruno Silva, not the 185-pounder. There's like 40 Brunian Silvas. Decision win. Then he had Jordan Espinoza. Decision win. Two solid wins. And then he fought Juan Camilo Ronderos. Submit rear naked choke in the first round. That Juan Carlos Roneros, which is a really fun name to say. He's only four and one. That's not the most impressive win, even though Juan, uh, Juan Camilo does a win over Eric Shelton, who is a uh, is a former UFC vet. Who's, that's a solid win. But you, Eric Shelton hasn't really been elite in a while. However, uh, I'm all over Dobrik here. A lot of people are picking Nikolaou here uh, because of his his underdog status. I get it. Um, it's worth a poke, I guess, you know, if you really want to take a shot at that, but me, not me. I think Dovrig's really good. I like the number. I'm going to bet him straight. Minus 135. You're getting a pretty cheap price on him, um, which I like, you know, I like, I think he's an elite guy at what, uh, 125. Yeah. So 125ers are coming up right now. And I think Dover could be a guy that might have some issues. Very well rounded. He can take the fight to the ground. He can stand up a little bit. I get a little worried with the stand up. It does get a little lazy. But Nick Lau has had some chin issues in the past. His takedown defense has been held up pretty solid. Um, I just think Dobrik can outpoint him here. This is going to be a decision win for Dobrik. I can. I don't see a submission happening. Maybe a TKO. Maybe a knockout. But you know, Nick Lau just seems to kind of you know weasel his way into these decisions. Probably going to win the decision. I'll probably be irate. Uh, probably the first boo of the night will be for me. I don't boo ever. I mean, I'm not booing professional fighters. You know, they're in there doing it and i'm not so who the fuck am i to boo but i might boo if 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 my guy loses here so fairly confident in this i like this bet here minus 135 sign me the fuck up all right next up what i'm looking forward to you don't hear me say a lot about women's mma a lot i i feel like i'm a sexist bastard when i say that but this is a fight i'm looking forward to jennifer maya she is see my sheets all different plus one or excuse me plus 130 i you, you wish right plus 330 she is fighting Manon Farolt, who is a minus 435. Let me tell you something, boys. This is a climbing. Where's Manon at now? Minus 450. I'm all over Manon. I like Manon a lot. I think she is going to fight Valentina one day, and it is going to be absolute fucking war when they fight. Valentina is obviously head and shoulders above her right now. Manon's only 8-0. This is going to be her 10th pro fight, but I think she's got something. She's got that juice. I'm excited about her. Jennifer Maya, listen, has been in there with Valentina. Showed, I think she took a round from her, maybe a really close round. She took my, uh, excuse me, she had Tango down, and then eventually just got uh, out-muscled, out-just, out-cardioed, out-just, out-bettered. <laughs> you know what I mean? Valentina's just better. And then, you know, she rebounded out of that with Jessica I, Ohio's own, uh, who stinks. God, Jessica I, Barf City. And then lost to the decision to Caitlin uh, Chikagian, which is it's going to happen. You're going to get a, if you're a female fighter at 125, you're probably at one point in your career going to lose a decision to Caitlin Chikagian. That's just what's going to happen. I think Maya is limited, though. I think her only shot here is to um, take Farouk down. And, and Farouk, I'm probably mispronouncing her name. I'm just going to go Manon here. Manon, um, 
you only, the only shot is to take Maya is to take her down. And I don't know if it's that easy. Striker versus Grappler, even though Maya does like to stand on the feet, I think she's going to abandon ship. I think Manon is cardio's on point. I think her takedown defense has looked pretty good. I think she's strong in there. I think Maya's going to run into a brick wall. Probably going to have a good first round. So all you betters out there, don't sweat it. Um, you might have a first good first round, but I think Manon's just going to take over. I can see a late stoppage in this fight because Manon is a fucking killer in there. I have written down my decision. Um, <clears throat> let's look at the props of what we can pull up here. This is like gonna be our first prop fight of the night. Uh, Manafro by TKO, KO plus two fifteen. Okay, submission sixteen hundred. That's not gonna win. Manafro by decision minus one twenty five. So Vegas likes it by decision. Maya seems to be pretty durable. If you want to get some bang out of your buck, go go uh, minus two fifteen. But to improve the Manafro out number. You, you got to go by decision at minus 125. That's way better than minus 450. However, though, she is candidate number one for the slime ball. She slimed me. She slimed me. Hopefully, she will slime me. That is a little new. You know, we're, we're working on the soundboard a little bit. That's, you know, that's Bill Murray. Classic Bill Murray. Hopefully, she slimes me. Candidate number one. Man and for all. I am... Uh, in love with this girl's fighting style, not with her personally. All right, now here's here's a name that um I've been let me let me get a little sip here. So I've been dreading trying to pronounce this name. Let's do it, okay? Let's do it together. Okay, ready to hold hands? Azakabob, fuck. Alessakabob, Kibib, Alessakib, Kirzev. That's I'm gonna go Kirzev as his last name. I have no idea. And he's fighting Dennis Tulalin. Short notice fight. God, these names are butchered. Both Russian guys. Dennis Tulalin is coming in short notice. He is a fucking banger, boys. This guy either wins by knockout or gets knocked out. He's lost by decision a few times in some submissions, but this dude's in there to get you out or he gets out. You know what I mean? This guy is a classic banger. Kizriev is coming from the all or the ultimate fighter. I was gonna say that contender series events. Renke. Shigamoto, I can't pronounce that guy's last name either. God damn, these last names. I need to go to like a last name school to pronounce these fucking last names. But uh, he's got wins over Romas Pajaras in the first round early. Like this dude is kind of shit. He started talking, uh, start talking some shit on Twitter a little bit about this matchup. Uh, I didn't even give you the lines. I was too busy trying to pronounce the fucking names. Minus 380 for Kiziev and, and Tuluman is plus 290. Uh, I got that right when it came out. Let's see if the line has moved at all. Uh, yeah, okay. So Kuryev is minus 600 now. Figured that was going to happen. So he's a huge favorite here. I'm going to pick him. I don't know if there's much value. This is UFC debut. He's going against a banger. He seems very well-rounded. Can take the fight to the ground. Has wins everywhere. Um, from the for the video, or excuse me, for the uh, contender series fight, he seemed a little undersized to me. I don't know what his stats are height-wise. Let's see, 5'9". Uh, you know, he's 31 years old, 74 inch reach. So he seems a little small for 185. Probably doesn't cut a lot of weight. And what is Dennis here? Dennis is, you know, 6'1", your classic middleweight, 33 years old. Um, yeah, so uh, Kizriev seems a little undersized. I don't love betting 600. I don't like putting him in a parlay. I think he's probably going to finish his fight. Uh, I mean, again, taking this on short notice, uh, there's no props out because this fight got got made it under one under under one and a half is plus one fifty. I like that. I like Kiziev by 
uh, a multitude of finishes, whatever maybe is the best one, sprinkle one, KO, submission. Um, I think he can do it. Uh, but I, I'm not confident in putting him in any kind of parlay with the UFC debut minus 600 against a guy who's got a lot of knockouts in his record. That's a recipe for disaster. We're trying to bake a cake that tastes good here with all our bets and all our selections. We ain't trying to bake a cake that tastes like shit, okay? You know, we ain't here for shit cakes. We're here for that good shit. All right, next up, Donna Bacriol. He is, Bubba, I'll get my sheets all messed up, minus 155 versus Chris Gutierrez, plus 135. Um, this is the fight where, you know, this is barking a little bit at me because a lot of people like Gutierrez as an underdog. I can understand why he is currently plus 120 on DraftKings. So the lines moved a little bit since I got him yesterday. So movement is coming on Gutierrez. Bakrial is just a guy who's going to knock you out. He's from Mongolia, right? Mongolia just sounds like a fucking badass country to be from. And he's knocking everyone out. <clears throat> he does have a decision. Lost in the UFC to Urhali Antong. Chris Gutierrez, though, is just a clean, precise striker. His leg kicks are some of the best in that division. He's got wins over Felipe Carreras. was a split decision. Very close fight, even though I don't think it should have been split. I thought Gutierrez won every round. Andre Yule, who's a nice little banger. Draw with Cody Durden. You know, you know, Cody Durden, I know he just got embarrassed this past weekend, but, you know, that was that that, that was a tough fight. T killed uh, Vince Morales. Gerardo uh, DeFretes split decision from him and Ryan McDonald. God, he's he's been in the UFC a lot longer. He's, he lost to uh, Honey Barcelos on the, yeah, I love saying that name, on the Ultimate Fighter finale. Um, but Gutierrez is a guy that's getting better. 17-3-2. His striking is really good. It's not overwhelmingly powerful like Bacurau. This is this is two styles here. If you're going to bet Donna Bacurau, which I think you're getting a decent price, he should be the favorite in my opinion. He's coming up with more impressive wins. If you bet Donna Bacquerel, I think it's important to bet him early. He's going to knock him out early. I don't know if he can carry that punch power for three rounds. Gutierrez has good foot movement, good footwork. He can leg kick from the outside, stay on the outside, and, and be careful. The uh, The problem is, not the problem, the potential problem could be if Gutierrez decides to throw some of those leg kicks naked without anything behind him. No feints, no nothing. He just get caught. Bacquerel has huge power at 135. He has slept. Some people have some decent chins. Um, but with that being said, again, we're trying to win money here. I'm going to go Gutierrez. He's not going to be my dog lock. I looked at him a hard time here to be my dog lock. I went with Sos, obviously. But uh, Gutierrez is a guy I do like playing. I'm going to play him straight here at that plus number. A lot of people seem to like him. I think if Gutierrez wins, it's by decision. If you want to hedge out, you know, if you're not in a live betting state like myself in Ohio or if you're in Ohio for the fights this weekend, you're going to go bet. Bet Gutierrez. And if you want to hedge before the fights, go Bacquerel by decision. Or, excuse me, Bacquerel by knockout. I just pulled my fucking chin hair on this mic god dang if i didn't have this gross neck beard that would have never happened damn you genetics yeah so gutierrez by decision i like him as a dog spot here bakio by kale if you want to hedge out next up sarah mcmahon she is a plus 185 doggy dog versus cal rosa minus 225 favorite let's see if this has moved at all sarah mcmahon plus 175 plus 210 so a little bit money coming on sarah mcmahon i get that i understand that um Solid wrestler, um, been at, been in the sport forever, but she's 41, and she's really kind of, I think, taking a backseat on fighting as more as coaching now, so I like Kara Rosa here, Kara Rosa's going to be my my um, selection, Kara Rosa by, um, by decisions, plus 130, good number, and then by either finish, KO or submissions, plus 400 for KO, plus 450 by um, 
by submission. Sarah McMahon by submission is plus 500. I think that's good. If you're going to take Sarah McMahon, she's got a nice number next to his name, Moneyline. But if you're going to take her, I think the only way she wins, I mean, she could probably win a decision, but at 41, it scares me. How, how Is a cardio really up to snuff? But I do like her by submission. She has great wrestling. She gets on top. She can be a problem. But Carol Rose is a girl, a fighter that I have faded far too long. I need to start getting on the Carol Rosa train. She has beaten a lot of top females and has looked good doing it. This is another test test for her because Sarah Mann's an OG. Sarah Mann's been around for a long time. Um, but I like Carol Rosa here. I like her probably by decision. I might get a little crazy tomorrow. Sprinkle a little bit on her by finish. But again, I don't want to go too heavy. I got a fi- nice fucking juice juicy fat bankroll right now and i don't want to start fucking just going crazy props because they got a nice number next to her name i female mma women's mma is tough to read for me sometimes it's something i need to get better at um but i do like carol rosa here and uh, i do see people picking uh sarah mcmahon here as, as a dog spot here i like when people find dog spots I'm just going to go the other way. Um, I get it. You know, value boys are going to love the value on a, a prime good wrestler, Cedric, man. But, you know, she's 41 and she's more of a coach now. And it just scares me off. Carol Rose wants to be champion. I don't think Sarah McMahon has champion aspirations. So I'm going to go with a more hungrier, violent woman in this fight. Next up, Neil Magny versus Max Griffin. I thought this fight happened 20 times already. Neil Magny minus 235, Max Griffin plus 190. The value is all over Max Griffin here. It really is. I mean, 240 to plus 195 now. This fight fight's going to the decision by the way neil magny by decision minus 115 max griffin by decision plus 450 i don't know what that is win i think that was a win um listen if you're if you're i'm gonna take neil magny spoiler neil magny's neil magny's like watching paint dry right um or nah that's not about you know it's like what is it I don't know what he is. He's he's fucking boring. He's so boring, I couldn't even come up with how boring he is. Not just his fighting style. He'll fight everyone. He's a high-level athlete. He's top of his field. But, you know, his interviews are boring. His fight style is kind of boring. Matt Griffin on a bit of a run here, I believe. Um, did he did he lose his last fight? No. Okay, so he's on three-fight win streak. Ramiz Brahmanaj, elbow injury, fuck it, popped his ear off his goddamn head. Keenan Song knocked him out. Decision went over Carlos Condit. Three good wins. The last win was a split decision on Alex Cowboy Overe, which I thought he won, and another decision loss over to Alex Morono. Um, but Max Griffin is, is kind of turned it on, trying to find his, his range here. They're both very similar, big 170-pounders. I just think No Magny is going to be a little more physical in there. I think he's the better grappler. I think that's where this fight's going to take place. I think Neil's really long. I think Max is uh, striking. Is this a little pushy to me? It's not super clean. I think he's gonna have a hard time getting in on Magni for Magni being so long. Magni's got some good straight punches. He's not overwhelmingly powerful, but I see him mixing up better here. It's good to go to decision for sure. That's a guarantee. Decision play here. I wrote a void on my sheet just because this could go a lot of different ways. Right, it could be Neil Magny by decision, Max Griffin by decision. Max Griffin could explode his fucking ear like he did with someone else. There's a lot of possible places this could go, so it scares me off. But my official pick will be on the whoa, goddamn, dude, I'm fucking all hands today. Jesus, Brian. Uh, my official pick is Neil Magny. I am gonna avoid this fight, right? So, Brian, listen, if you listen to this back, I'm talking to myself now, avoid this fight when you when you're in Indiana tomorrow. You don't need to you don't need to throw this fight in any untracked parlay or random anything. Avoid it. All right, good. Sorry. I had to talk to myself because I know I'm gonna stare at this fight 
and go, man, I really fucking, you know, I really lean, you know, someone by decision. Max Griffin, again, if you're into value, Max Griffin by decision, plus 450. He's not finishing Neil Magny. That is a decent low price, even though Max Griffin in the past has not really fared well to the decisions. He's not really a decision boy. All right, next up, Mark. I always have a hard time pronouncing this. Uh, Dakizi, Mark Dakizi. I guess minus or plus one fifty five versus Vladi Vlasheshev Borshev Vladi Vlasheshev minus one eighty. A lot of people love Vladi here, um, or, or not love here. I'm in the spot. I see people are, are picking to Casey, but Vladi's uh, a guy that people just his boxing's clean. He's coming off the contender series, training and uh, what is he? He's thirty years old. He looks forty seven. Right, he's uh, a little undersized for lightweight. I think he carries a little bit of extra body weight. Not cutting weight. Trains the team alpha males. Really working on his uh, his wrestling. He's one loss in his career to William Starks back in the LFA. Went on the contender series. Knocked out Chris Duncan, who's a solid Scott uh, Scotland fighter. And then Dakota Bush liver shot in round one. Uh, and then Mark DeCasey is coming off a few losses, but against some high-level guys, he's a really good striker. This is going to be a fan's delight. I'll be hooting and hollering. Woo! In the fucking crowd here. He's coming off Rafael Alves, who just kind of blitzed him, guillotine choked him. Big, big kid at 155. And then uh, Rafael Vaziv, he got his fucking body ripped in that. So Vladi's a different striker than Vaziv. He's going to attack the body because uh, DeCasey got hurt to the body, but Vladi is more of a puncher. Um, you know, he liver shot Dakota Bush, but DeCasey is tough, man. I don't think he's ever been knocked out in the UFC. Has he ever been knocked out ever, but let, let alone in the UFC? So Dan Hooker, okay, he's been choked out twice, three decision losses. He's never been finished in his career uh, besides choke. I mean, excuse me. He's been finished, but never by knockout. Excuse me. Um, so what is Borshev by KO? Borshev by KO is minus one or excuse me, plus 130. I don't, you know, I don't know if that's juice worth the squeeze there. Um, I like Borshev here as well. I think I, I, I'm going to pick him. Minus 180 doesn't scare me off at all. This could be a straight wager for me. I, I wouldn't trust this in a parlay. Uh, Vladi is still young. What is his ninth fight or something like that? Eighth fight? Seventh fight? Fucking, this is his eighth fight. Still very young. Uh, at least in MMA. He, and he wants to fight. He wants to stay active. I respect that because he was 30 years old. Time's a ticking. You got to get going. Uh, I would like to see him drop to 45 at one point before he gets a little too old. But again, I'm not a huge advocate of weight cutting. But give me Vladdy by... Uh, man, decision is a nice number too. But give me Vladdy. You know what? Give me Vladdy by TKO. Um... I have that written down here. I have it on my paper, TKO. Past Brian was a lot smarter than future Brian. So I'm going to go TKO by Vladdy. I don't love it, but I do love the number. I do love Vladdy in this spot. Um, you know, he's almost my send him home, but, you know, fucking, you know, Casey's never been knocked out. He's fucking durable. All right, so the main card, we're going to uh, what I've already broke down on Anakin Florian. So I apologize if I'm very repeating myself here if you've already listened to that. But, you know, we got to do what you got to do. If you haven't listened and you're just rocking with me, I got to give you picks. Alessio Lenick, he is a plus 150 versus Lilith uh, Latifi, who's minus 170. He was minus 145 on Sunday, so it's gone up a little bit. Has it gone up even more? Yeah, so Latifi's a minus 200 now, which I would put him between 200 and 300 is what I, if I had to make a line, that's what it would be. Olenek lost three in a row. He's cooked. He's cooked to the bone. He's well done. He's washed. Whatever you want to say, that's what he is. Uh, and Latifi, I think, Faring pretty well at heavyweight. Again, 38-year-old heavyweight, not 
the youngest guy in the world, but heavyweights usually have a little bit longer of a shelf life. And then and then he's training at that fucking crazy all-star gym with these young bucks strutting around. And these gyms are all it is, man. All these gyms are is fucking dick swing contests. It's just a dick swing contest. And Latifi's like, you know what? <clears throat> I'm, I still got the one of the biggest dicks in the room, 38 or not. You know, I'm a good wrestler. I have giant power. And, you know, haven't seen him in a little bit. Coming off a decent win over Tanner Bozier where he uses wrestling. I think he wants to anti-wrestle here. I don't think he wants to go to the ground with Olenek. That's Olenek's only chance of victory. Throw that big overhand right hand and fucking knock this dude out. I like Latifi here, and I like him so much I'm locking him up. That is my new lock him sound. I didn't like the wedding crashers lock him up. So when you hear this... That's a little little video game block. So locking him up. <laughs> I got fired up there. Let's go. Uh Lilier Tifi though. And let's see what the props are. Um, I I think he's gonna win by knockout, is my guess, right? I think Lilier TV by knockout is plus one seventy five. I like that. Uh decisions plus two fifteen. So it, you know, you get a little bit better of a number, but Olenek, sometimes he comes out there, he proves to be really durable. Sometimes he's dog shit. Latifi hasn't had a knockout win at heavyweight yet. It looks like he's playing a little safe with his wrestling. I think this is the fight to kind of open everything up because Olenek fucking stinks. And so he's just not good. Uh, at least he's 44 years old. I mean, he's almost had 60 wins. The guy's a legend, but yeah. And then uh, Olenek by submission is plus 300. So if you're a fucking wild man, man, if you want to go out there, bow, 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 guns are blazing. Good luck, but uh, I like Latifi by knockout, and I, I and he's my mortal lock, so I'm knocking him up. I like that sound. That makes me, takes me back to my youth. Sounds like, you know, Mario a little bit. You know what I mean? Phone going off. Don't know who it is. Don't care. Uh, all right, next up, <clears throat> what we got here? My papers all messed up. Askar Askarov versus Kai Car France. Askar Askarov is minus 335. Kai Car France is plus 260. Mr. John Anik himself, who is not allowed to bet on fights contractually. Kai Car France now is plus 290. Uh, said his preamble before Kenny and I picked was there's value. This is a live dog. And I hear it. A lot of people like Kai Car France as well. I disagreed because I thought Ascroft's style is so hard to deal with. And I don't think Kai Car has fought someone like this before, but Johnny Anik is a smart fucking guy. And I know he can't bet on MMA cause he's, he's calling the fights and he wants to be professional, but you know, if you don't want to listen to me, you think I'm dog shit. And for some reason, you don't want to listen to Kenny. Listen to Jay and take Kai Car France. The value is all on the side, 100%. This is a high-level guy. Askar Afarov, though, has fought a lot of fucking good dudes. I mean, Pantoja, I think, beats Kai Car France, right? Have they fought? Uh, um, seriously, have they fought? I don't think they have. Have they? No, they didn't fight. Okay, good. But I think, you know what I mean? I think he he beats him. And I think Askarov has beaten some good people that would give Kai Carfran some problems. And his style's very problematic with that, uh, with the um, just constant grappling, chain grappling. He doesn't get the first one, he's getting the other one. He doesn't get the other one, he's taking your back. He's going to lift you, he's going to dump you. His cardio's on point. Like, his striking's come a long way. It looks like he hits kind of hard. I wish he would be a little bit more of a finisher, but obviously I'm taking Askarov here. He is candidate number two. He slimed me. For the slime ball. And I already forgot uh, candidate number um, candidate number three for the slime ball. It was Lily or Latifi. He slimed me. Obviously my mortal lock. Sorry about that. Uh, but yeah, those are my three candidates for the slime ball. We'll see if they end up on there. Usually I give like four or five, but you know, whatever. All right, next up, Matt, uh, by the way, ask Graf Ross, my pick by decision. Matt Brown, minus 110 versus Brian Barberine, uh, minus 110. 
Has there been movement on this? Okay, so Byron Barmarina is a slight favorite now. Minus 115, still pick them fight. This fight's just two dudes just, you know what? They're going to hang out afterwards. They're going to grab a couple beers. They're going to go shoot some guns. These dudes are going to be buddies after this fight. It is going to be violent when it's in there, though. Matt Brown has Mark Coleman in his corner. Big fucking whoop. I love Mark Coleman. Listen, he's a legend. I respect the legends, but... I don't think he's the best corner. I know he's, you know, Mr. Columbus or whatever, and he's going with the whole Ohio thing. But Matt Brown, 41 years old, I feel like he's lost a step a little bit. His chin isn't what it used to be, and Brian Barberina still has a chin. He's been finished before, but it takes a lot. And Matt Brown has big power, has good elbows. Kenny and I are split on this fight. I might get my Buckeye taken away, like I said, but I'm going to go Brian Barberina by KO. I think he just has cleaner hands and does have power. And uh, it could be a body shot that hurts him. Uh, Matt Brown's been hurt to the body several times. Brian Barberina by KO right now is plus 330. I like that by decision is plus 250. Brian Barberina by KO at plus 330 is something that I am going to look at. And not only am I look at it, check this out. I'm going to write it down, baby. So I don't forget that is something I'm going to play. I love that prop. Brian Barber made a KO plus 330. You're getting three to one of your money. You put a little, you do a little more than a sprinkle. You do a seasoning on that. We're looking good. Come in event, Joanne Wood versus Alexa Grasso. Uh, you know, good, good. I mean, look, high level went women's MMA. Joanne Wood plus 190. Alexa Grasso minus 235. Let's see if this has changed at all. It, uh, nope, it has stayed the same. Um, and then I like Grasso here by decision at minus 150. By KO is a plus 700. I think she can maybe late, like I said, late get her out of there. I wouldn't be, uh, opposed to that. I think Grasso has better boxing. I hate picking against Joanne's. I do like her a lot. I think she is, um, really sweet. I've never met her, but she appears to be like, just a sweet girl. And Grasso is just in constantly improving. So I like Grasso there. That is candidate number four for He's the fine ball. Now, women's MMA is tough, but I am very confident that Grasso is going to win a decision. And she's going to uh, box up Joanne here. Joanne's just a little slower. Uh, nowadays. All right, main event, big boys, Curtis Blades. I think he's gone up even higher than this. Minus 365 is what I got written down here. Um, where's Blades at? Minus 400. Chris Dawkins plus 300. Let's get into it. So I, Kenny and I both picked Dawkins here. I can't pick Blades. I said I couldn't pick him at minus 320. I can't pick him at minus 400. He's a very good wrestler. He's a good grappler. Um, but he is no threat on the ground. You know, Dawkins is a BJB black belt. You know, we haven't seen him on the ground. But I know Blades isn't going to do what he did to Alistair Overeem on the ground. I know he's not going to be able to pound him out. I don't think he's going to be able to hurt him on the feet either. I think he's going to wrestle him, take him down, and hold him down. He's got to do that for five rounds. Dawkins, BJJ Black Belt, what does he have off his back? What is his submissions are like? He seems to be very confident in this matchup. He took it, what, three or four months removed from getting knocked out from Derek Lewis. He likes the matchup. His brother, Kyle, we have seen on the ground. He's very good on the ground. I got to imagine Chris is equally as good. They're both Black Belts. They're both coming from the same gym. Curtis Blaze has never really fought this high-level BJJ guy. And we don't know. If Dawkins is, he's a black belt, but we all know what black belt means. Charles Rose is a black belt, right? And I feel like I could hang on the ground with Charles Rose. You know what I mean? So black belts, there's fucking levels to this for sure. Um, but a line that's jumping out at me, right? So I'm taking Dawkins. We all know that. And a line that's jumping out at me is Dawkins by submission. So Curtis Blaze has never been submitted. He, we've seen Grundy just throw himself into a guillotine. What if Dawkins in a world that we haven't seen yet, what if Dawkins... Just has a fucking mean choke. 
Blades puts his head right there. Blades has got a big old head, small neck, good to be tough to choke. But Chris Dawkins, big, strong boy. What if he just had submissions that we didn't know about? I mean, have we seen really Curtis Blades defend against submissions before? A handful of times, maybe? Chris Dawkins by submissions, 14-1. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I think you got to hammer Dawkins by knockout, which is plus 400. Some kind of finish. I think that's the only way he wins because if not, he's laid on for five rounds. He has to finish here. Um, and when you get 14 to one, my dick gets dancing in the pants. My dick is fucking just dancing right now. 14 to one. So many unanswered questions. You're looking at me like, well, Curtis Blades never been submitted before. Yeah, but who has he fought that really is a submission threat? Besides Alexi Olenek, really nobody. Chris Dawkins has knocked everyone out. We haven't seen it yet, but he is a black belt, and we've seen what his brother can do. If he's half as good as his brother, 14-1 to is a fucking live bet. 14-1? to Get excited, man. So, yeah, I'm going Dawkins. You got to go Dawkins by, by, by finish, too. Listen, they got him by knockout at plus 400. I get it. Play that. Play him uh, at plus 300. The line's probably going to keep moving. I think he's a live, live underdog. I don't trust Curtis Blades at that number whatsoever. Whatsoever. All right, that's it. That's Columbus, baby. We're in 36 minutes. Keeping it nice and tight. Keeping it a tight 40, right? I can sit here and talk your fucking ears off for goddamn two hours, right? What if I spent, what if literally, this is what, this is what I want to know. There's a lot of cappers out there. There's a lot of people on this platform and don't think I'm like Mr. Big Time now as I, I get to do a podcast every once in a while with John and Kenny Florian. That is not it. I've been saying this. Go check the records. I know I got a lot of new listeners. Go check the 330 episodes. I have brought this up. There are so many cappers who could sit there and talk about Sarah McMahon and Carol Rosa for 45 minutes like robots. Um, Sarah McMahon is a good wrestler. Uh, she's 41, but she's a good wrestler. Carol Rosa is just, you know, up and coming and just you fucking blow my brains out. You know what I mean? Blow my brains out. I feel like I've got a little shade at, 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 at a certain capper out there that I was not friends with, you know, because I've never met him, but we've, we've DM'd a few times. I think I've got a little shade because I am doing the Anakin Florian. I'm starting to get a little bit of a falling now, and he's like, he does his own thing. He's way bigger than I am. He's got way more followers than I do. He's got... Uh, his own platform, right? But I just feel like we had a lot of interaction and now we don't. So I think there's a little bit of shade being thrown my way, which is cool, but it's also ridiculous because we bet on fights. Let's not take everything so seriously. But when you talk like a robot and you spend 45 minutes on fight that no one cares about, what is you doing? Get to the point. We got fucking things to do. All right, all right, all right. You know that's that's my little end rant. I could have went farther. By the way, my send them home was Brian Barberino. Send them home. Send them home early. All over the place. So send them home, Brian Barberino. Send them home. Send them home early. Moral lock. Lilitifi. Dog lock. Bruno Souza. First five of the night. I'm the dog. The big bad dog. God, that gets me fired the fuck up. I'm just going to change my intro music to that. Just I'm going to call Ozzy Osbourne up. Hey, Oz, need the dog theme music. 
Give me the copyrights. Need to do it on the podcast because it gets me jacked. All right. Slime ball parlay. I think he kind of guessed it here. It is going to be Asker Asker. I have this written down. Excuse me. Let me. Uh, I got the numbers written down for you in the old, the old secret notebook. If I lose this, you know, I'd rather lose my wallet than this. I got all my secrets in here. Um, Lalir Latifi, slime ball number one. Lalir Latifi, slime ball number two. Man in Farot, slime ball number three. Askraftrov. I know a lot of people are gonna disagree on that. I'm sorry. Very very chalky. Plus one fifty three. I might do a unit and a half on this one. I feel very confident. All these selections. Um, but plus 153, we're giving you a plus number. I know it's not crazy. I know it's not 22 to 1. I know it's not all this crazy shit, but we're getting plus numbers. We're 6 and 1 on the year. We're going to keep plugging away, babe. All right, listen. MMA, take po- MMA Takes Podcast on all platforms. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. I got to upload more. I know. Heavy on Twitter. Don't do Instagram a lot. But listen, hit me up on all the platforms, okay? Love to hear from you. All the feedback I've gotten so far has been fantastic. You guys are the fucking best. Go rate and review. I've been getting a ton of rate and reviews. We're at 48 now. Let's get the 50 on Apple. Let's get the 50. Ah, kisses all around. You guys have been killing the Spotify too. I got like 15 or 16 reviews on Spotify. Spotify just started doing the reviews. So that is incredible. You guys are incredible. And if you are in Columbus this weekend, hit me up on Twitter. Hit me up on IG. Friday might be kind of a wash for me because Friday is going to be shopping and stuff with the wife. If you want to come shopping and have a burger at Shake Shack, let's fucking go, right? But Saturday, we're going to wake up kind of early. I'm obviously going to be there from the first fight. Hit me up on Twitter uh, and we can meet up. You know, I don't really drink, but, you know, I'll buy you a beer. We'll do whatever we want because we're MMA fans. You guys are the best. Let's go. Let's go, people. Woo! Hey, pal, do me a favor. Get her down off there. What do you say? Woo! I say let her dance. Woo! 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 Come on, baby. Woo! Hey, pal, we don't want you to... Come on, motherfucker, back! Come on! Motherfucker! Come on! Escort this gentleman to the door. Do you see that shit? Good. He's real good. The name is Dalton.